0: there may be very few here this evening. But on average, we have about 1,500 people who watch on the internet every Sunday. And we're delighted that our neighbors and parishioners just down the road at Messiah Village watch by the hundreds every weekend. Human beings are meant to tell stories. We're relational. It's in our nature to do that. Every time a family gets together, you hear those stories. It usually begins, remember when, remember when your uncle Bob did this, remember when we had our first family reunion, remember when this happened, story after story is told, and the family enters into its collective memories, the collective stories that make, who, make up who they are and give them a family personality and a family memory. That's what Moses was doing in our first reading today. Remember when? He says, remember our little journey in the desert that we took together? Forty years. Not so much fun, but remember that time we were nearly starving and God gave us manna? Yep, we all remember that. Remember that time when we were walking in our little sojourn in the desert? We were being bitten by serpents. And people were dying, and then God rescued us. Remember that time in the desert we were pretty much dying of thirst? Called out to God and He gave us water from a rock. Yep, they remember that. We remember those because we've heard those stories so often, they're part of our history, part of our legend, part of our family story. But it's difficult to enter into another person's story, difficult to enter into another family's history. I, as a priest, will go to a wedding reception and hear those stories across the tables. Remember when your Uncle Bob did this? I have no idea who Uncle Bob is. Remember when your grandfather said this? Nope, I don't remember that a bit. I can't enter into another person's story. I can listen. I can try to understand. I can perceive the emotions that are part of that story, but I can't enter into that story. It's not mine. We can hear the story of the Israelites so long ago, their journey in the desert. We know they were fed by God. They were given water from a rock. They were given seraph serpents to gaze at and know the grace of God that would heal them as serpents bit at them. But I can't enter into that experience. I know the history. I know the story. I know the faith that arose from that. But it isn't my story, my experience. The lesson may be that no matter what affliction we face in life, God has always fed, nourished, protected our forefathers in the faith. And he's not about to stop now. No matter how crazy life is at this moment, God's not going to stop protecting and healing, nourishing and strengthening us. But there's another lesson at this particular moment in the world's history. I look out, I won't say a sea because it's not exactly a sea of faces in this church. But I look out at all white people in white suburbia on the white shore. We can all hear the cries of our nation crying out for justice and healing, decrying a history of racism that runs deep in our culture, and noting it's just beneath the surface all the time it hasn't gone away and it's tough for us to enter into that story it becomes just something we watch on television and then we turn it off and go to another show or go to dinner or talk to our friends on television we may say oh what a shame We may even say, oh, they're overreacting. We might even buy into the line that says it's just a few people who are irritating the crowd. We can't enter into that story. It's not ours. But here's where the lesson of the feast we celebrate today comes into play. The body and the blood of Jesus, Corpus Christi. God, distant from this world in so many world views, or a set of gods quite apart from all that goes on on the level of the world in so many world religions through history, cannot imagine a God who would enter into the story of human existence. And yet we do. We dare proclaim that God took on human flesh in the incarnation and entered into our story. We dare imagine that God, the infinite and sovereign power who created all things and sustains everything instant to instant by his grace, deigned to lower himself to take on human flesh walk on in our streets, speak in our languages, heal, teach. And even after returning to heaven, chose to be with us in his body and blood, the sacrament of the altar, so that at each altar throughout the world, throughout the day, when a priest says, this is my body, this is my blood, Jesus returns and dares to enter into our story. If you take into yourself today the communion, the body and the blood of Jesus, you enter into that eternal journey of God into the heart of man. The journey of God into the depth of human emotion the trek of God into the depth of our pain. You and I, from our well-nourished suburban perspective may not be able to enter into the story of so many who call out for justice these days. But Jesus Christ can and has and does day after day walk in the midst of human suffering and human pain, when there is a voice that calls out for justice, for retribution, when there is a voice that calls out for transformation of injustice, it is the voice of Jesus that speaks through his people. And we can enter in to that cry for justice that comes from our Lord in the midst of his people, and because we take within ourselves the real presence of the body and blood of Christ in the sacrament of the altar, we cannot stand apart from the suffering of our brothers and sisters. We take into ourselves the suffering body and blood of Christ, who is with his people crying out, He, inside of us, calls out to us, to his Father, for justice, for righteousness, for a transformation of culture that recognizes the rights and the dignity of every person created by a loving God. Oh, we may not be able able to enter into the tales of remember the time when this happened, or that happened, but we can enter into the heart that tells those tales. We can enter into the story of humanity that calls for justice. We can enter into the transforming grace of the gift of God's incarnation that changes us from the inside out so that we can be people who do not stand by idly and say, that's not my story, but rather people who cling to every cry of our brothers and sisters and enter into that prayer of Jesus with the heart of Jesus that wants true justice